Hey, everybody, and welcome to Our God is Real, a place where stories are told from real people, lessons are taught from the heart, and we all come together to show the reality of God in a world that so desperately needs it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you today for, my gosh, your many provisions, Lord. Thank you for the answered prayers and thank you for the unanswered ones. Both you have done for my good. Thank you for the listeners, Father, that are taking time out of their lives to tune into this podcast and to listen. I pray, Lord, that you will use this message today to speak to them, to answer some question they may have, or to give them commonplace with the story that will be told today. And something through this will be a blessing to them. As always, Lord, I pray that you will bring peace where there is confusion, that you will bring light wherever there is darkness, and that you will bring love wherever there is fear. I ask all this, Lord Jesus, in your name. Amen. So today we've got a really great story, and this story is about prayer and about the power of prayer. And there's several scriptures that I'm going to just kind of allude to today. There's one in particular that I I am going to read, um, but there's several that I'm going to refer to as, as we move through this story. So the verse of scripture that I'm going to read from is the book of James, and we're going to read verse 14 and 15 from chapter 5. So again, James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. You know, we we say a lot of times, you know, will you pray for me for for this and that? And, And our answer very quickly always is, Yes, I'll, I'll pray for you. Um, we see prayer requests come through Facebook all the time. I have a, a, a prayer request need today and someone posts something on Facebook and says, will you please pray? And a thousand responses come through and say praying or, or yes or what have you. What does that mean to you? What is the importance and the criticality of response to that request for prayer. I'm afraid that that too often we say praying or we say, yes, I will. And sometimes we may feel like in that response, that is our prayer and that we've given enough. Or do we truly take time and, and, and set some time aside to concentrate in prayer for that person, for that need, whatever it may be. 
In the Bible, in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, it talks about praying without ceasing. And sometimes I, I think that we, we, we believe that that means um, that we're supposed to pray like nonstop, you know, um, but that's not what it means. The Greek word there means more, not nonstop, but it means more constant. So it means you should be praying constantly. So like all through your day, you know, I, I believe that that prayers, you know, can be as short as, as three words. Help me, Lord. If your heart is truly in that place of prayer, if your mind is truly in that place of prayer, I don't think it has to be a long drawn out prayer um, in the book of Mark in chapter 12, verses 38 and 40. It's pointed out there that the priests would give long prayers so that everyone heard them and would think they were more holy because their prayer was longer. Um, I read a lot of Frank Peretti. And one of the things I always enjoy in, in Frank Peretti's books, you know, he he really brings out the spiritual warfare side of things that that goes on, you know, and he depicts a lot of times that there are these angels with big wings and big swords ready to go go to battle, and they're just waiting to be released. And that release for them comes from God, and God releases them on the word of prayer from someone. And that word of prayer can be as simple as, Lord, help me. And suddenly thousands of angels will would be dispatched um, in Peretti's books to come to the aid of that person. You know, the Bible says that we don't fight against flesh and blood or flesh and bone, but we we fight against principalities and powers in, in heavenly places. So there is warfare that is happening all around us. And prayer and the word of God are our two greatest weapons that we have to, to do battle against that. And that warfare can be anything from oppression to illness. I firmly believe this. And the illness part of it is what the story that I have for you today kind of centers around. There was a child born some years ago, and this child was born with a few complications and some challenges. The greatest challenge that this child faced was they couldn't see. They were born blind. And parents, mother, father, grandparents, family, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, obviously were completely distraught by this. The mother of this child, as we, the old saints say in the church, the mother of this child knew the words of prayer. I always love that statement. You know, do, do you know the words of prayer? Well, she did. And not only did she know the words of prayer, but she knew that the Bible said, wherever two or more of them are joined in prayer, Jesus said, I'll be right there with you. I'll be in the midst of that. So this mother, in desperate need, began to pray, began to call others to pray together with her. 
Do you know that Jesus is doing that for you and I right now? Jesus said he is our advocate to the Father. He is the one making intercession for us. He is the one that is standing in the gap for us, constantly making prayers. Don't ever forget that. Know that Jesus is praying for you. So this mother is in desperate prayer. The friends and family, father, that she reaches out to also begin to pray. And they begin to pray to ask God to heal this precious child, to bring sight to this child. There are times in our lives when when we pray that God's answer comes quickly. There are other times when prayer seems like it's a it's an effort, right? It's it's all out work. But God his timing to answer that prayer and his solution to that that prayer is always perfect because he knows our past, our present, and our future, and others, other lives that we touch. So during this time of prayer, this season of prayer that they're in, this mother told me that one night she... she heard God call her name in the middle of the night. So audible was this that she woke from sleep, sat up, and was looking around the room to see who could have called her name. But she knew in that same instant that she wondered who, she knew who. She knew that it was God that had called her name. And she knew, she knew that something was different. Something in the atmosphere, something in her situation, something in the situation of the life of her child, something had changed, something had shifted. She went back to sleep that night to a very restful and very peaceful sleep. Awoke the next morning with excitement. Not anxiousness, but excitement. Waiting to get to the hospital to see her daughter. She gets to the hospital and she leans over that precious baby's crib to rub her cheek and to say good morning. And suddenly that child, that child reaches up and grabs the cross pendant necklace that is hanging around her mother's neck. Her eyes no longer cloudy. She could see. The mother exclaims to the hospital staff what is occurring and what is happening. The hospital staff, ever attentive, come in and are amazed at the miracle that they see before them because they cannot explain 
how a child that couldn't see yesterday can see today. There are millions of stories out there just like this one. Did the mother have doubt while she was praying? Of course she did. She's a human being. Did that doubt change her faith? I put it to you that doubt and faith do not have to reside together, nor do they have to be separated. Faith is what we know in our hearts Doubt can sometimes be how we see things or how maybe our mind rationalizes or thinks about things. So I believe that we can have utmost faith and still there's a little bit of doubt in there, but I do not believe that we are punished because of that. I do not believe that my God, our God, is one who would say, until your faith is perfect, I'm not going to answer this prayer. Your faith has to be perfect. God knows what he needs to do, when he needs to do it, how he needs to do it, okay? Um, There's many times I think maybe the prayers are more for us, you know? I know that I've been guilty in my life of thinking that I have to pray exactly right. I have to use the exact right words and I can't let any negativity maybe come into this prayer that, that my prayer has to be fashioned because it's, if it's not perfect, then God's not going to answer it and he's not going to answer my prayer. So in a way I was, I get like those priests and those Pharisees and stuff that, that Mark talked about with these long prayers. And they thought that because their prayer was longer, that God would pay more attention to it. I do believe that sometimes the simple help me or please God or thank you, Lord. You know, I go through the day and and I probably say thank you, Lord, (laughs) hundreds of times during a day because I do believe that every good thing in my life is because of God. And I never want to take anything for granted. But I also want us to be cautious a little bit that, that it doesn't take a story like this, maybe for us to believe that God will answer our prayers because his word, as we read, says that if we pray, the Lord will will take care of it. Now, understand that we go through life and we have those that are sick and we pray for them and maybe they don't get well. I can assure you that at some point in their lives, if they know the Lord Jesus as their Savior, they will be well. It may not be on this earth, but they will be well. They will be healed and they will be perfect.
look for some help in your prayer life today. Don't be afraid to invite others in. Don't be afraid to bear your need before others. Don't be ashamed of it. I love you guys. so much. And I do thank you for tuning in and I thank you for listening. And I pray in earnest today that God will richly bless you and that everywhere you go, the peace of Jesus Christ will be with you. Y'all take care and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.